0: Hello, everybody. We are back on a hero. Uh, and you got me, Melly Mel, and uh Big Vic. We're back. What's happening, baby?
1: What's up? What's up? What's going on? It's good to it's be good back. Up, man. It's good to yeah. be back. It's been a while, been too long.
0: It's been too long. What is it, like a month now?
1: Oh man, it feels longer. Fuck. Yeah. What can I say? Get you know, life, life you know, comes at you pretty fast, man. If you don't stop and check it out every once in a while, you might miss it. That's true. That's
0: true. The weather's been up and down. Um, I stole that, first yeah. viewer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well done. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I've been reading a lot of comic books because um, nothing's interesting on TV for me at the moment. But
1: yeah. uh, I've been trying to catch up. I know I have been buying a lot. That's for sure. I will yeah. say that I've been buying a lot, and uh, I try to read at least one or two uh, as I wait for Priya to get out of work and then come home. So. I've, but I'm, I, as I was going through so many books, I'm like, I've, have a, at least a solid month's worth of titles to still read. Yeah. I, I got all the titles I need now to catch up with Shadow War. I I picked up anything that I was missing. I picked up Dark Knights of Steel so I could yeah, catch up buddy. on that. Fuck yeah. 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 Uh, and so, uh, I mean, I did, I did fill in some gaps. I just now need to get the right amount of time I need to just. Sit down and read. I've read a good. Didn't read a lot, but I've read some good, interesting ones that we'll talk about later.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll get to that later. Um, I think today we should just um, let's talk about some headlines going on in uh in the world of the cinematic universe.
1: I like it. I like it. I like it. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do. It. Let's get into this.
0: I mean, let's number one,
1: that Thor trailer. Oh man. Um. Yeah. You it's think? uh, I, I I me likey what I see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did say what I'm fucking drinking, dude. The, <laughs> me likey. <laughs> I gotta be honest here. Me likey what I see. Um, uh, I was. I go back to this. I mean, Thor Ragnarok, great movie, great film. Yeah. Um, still was thrown off with the whole making Thor more jokey. Than he was previously because like you saw the evolution of him make, making like jokes and stuff like that but for him to go full on you know like star lord type of jokey um didn't honestly sit too well with me okay like okay. When, uh, you know i think like like the character of thor should just be you know serious at all times but at the same time it, like that's what is funny about it you know he mm-hmm. doesn't have to make any jokes like he is the joke um Uh, Having said that, though, the movie, that Ragnarok was great. It was fantastic. Um, And uh, Love and Thunder looks just to be as equally as good, if not, you know, taking it to a new level. And it's just a teaser. We didn't get to see, you know, Christian Bale's uh, God Butcher. Um, We only got a brief glimpse of Natalie Portman's Jane Foster as, you know, as uh, Mighty Thor, which is going to be pretty cool to see. Um, And then like a few... I know Russell Crowe's playing Zeus, like, you know, the God Zeus, God of Thunder. So that, like, there's a quick shot of him and Olympus. I thought that was pretty dope. And um, I like, I love the fact that um, Thor's costume is very, is very, um, what's it called? Inspired or very, like, very inspired by uh, Kurt Russell from um, Big Trouble Little China like okay. if you look at, yeah if you look at the outfit like yeah. jeans the boots the tank i see that. top it's very very big trouble little china and
0: i think that's going to be quick though
1: yeah yeah i, think I mean I, quick. I, I, I i doubt that that'll be his costume throughout the yeah. whole thing to be honest yeah. I, like i i fully expect him to be show off in like the new armor or in wielding, you know his new his new weapon so but the little, I'm pretty sure that's the costume he wears when he's with, you know, the Guardians of the Galaxy. Also, you get a quick shout out of the Guardians who are, um, we don't know if they're a big part of the movie or if they're just like glorified cameos or if they're just like, they have like 10 minutes of screen time spread out across the movie. You know, we don't know how large a role they play in it, but it's going to be cool to see them since they've been, you know, they've been off the screen for a while. Besides, you know, appearing in Infinity War and Endgame. It's a nice little uh, warm up for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three.
0: I want to ask you something. I want to go back to something before I, I dive into the trailer. You said, um, "Not really into, uh, not really into the jokey Thor, huh?" Yeah, no,
1: nah, <laughs> not really. No, um, I, 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 I could be in the minority in, yeah. in this, uh, this kind of opinion, um, but yeah, not really. Uh, that's it's an issue I've had since. Um, Damn, let me think. It it goes it goes far back. I forget which movie it is. Probably has to do with maybe with Iron Man. It feels like everyone has to have that kind of Iron Man element where everything is a joke. You know, it works for Tony Stark because that's how he is. He's narcissistic, you know, he's full of himself. Um, you know, he's that that's the type of person Robert Downey Jr. is that's why he was perfect for that role. And I feel like trying to take those kind of elements and then add them into every single character. Mm-hmm is kind of annoying yeah so you know when Thor Ragnarok came out and I I was watching it and and, you know he's in the beginning he's going up against uh what was it Surter, right yeah Surter. and you know he's like doing that voiceover and then he starts like make cracking jokes I'm like really dude hmm okay and then it just it just and then you know it's it's, it, they just keep going. It keeps going. In Infinity War, when he meets the Guardians, you know, he's just making all these jokes and like, Wait, where did, when did you learn this sense of humor? <laughs> okay. <laughs> when, when did this happen? Your brother just died. I expect you to be a little more somber, a little more filled with rage, you know, just like, stop making a fucking joke. Right, right. I but think, I think um- I think I was gonna say, I think that's just a problem that a lot of the MCU movies have. Like they inject humor when there is there you don't need it. Yeah. You know, the the humor just to like you know, to to alleviate the tension. Like, no, 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 no. I like the tension. Keep it dark, keep it brooding, keep it like serious. Let's keep this going. You don't need a joke to like break that mood up. You know, I don't I've always I've never been a fan of that
0: yeah let's make the characters believe in the circumstances a little bit like l- let them let them believe that what's happening is actually real because i feel like i i completely agree with you i do feel like marvel has this tendency of uh kind of speaking uh i guess like i don't know making it way too uh way too normal i i get like they're trying to make it they're trying to i, I don't know how to explain this but it's almost like them saying during a scene going, oh, we know how ridiculous this is. It's almost like them saying that we know that this is ridiculous that there's a talking raccoon. We know that there's this is ridiculous that, you know, Green Goblin, it looks like an elf. It's and then they're communicating that with the audience versus, you know, um, I know people fucking hate this. But, you know, the DCEU where they kind of take everything seriously, like, no, this is seriously happening like this is. This is a where we're we're fighting doomsday. We're fighting dark side. Like this is serious. This is not a joking matter. And I feel like Marvel does that, kind of to show, kind of to get the, I guess, a broader audience to show that this is very silly. Look, but to your point, it's like, listen, we already paid the ticket. We know what we're getting ourselves into when we're watching a Marvel film. We know what we're getting ourselves into. We know that this is going to be silly. We know that this is fake. We know that none of this exists. And for them to be for them to double down on that again and being like this whole thing, you know, doesn't make sense. Uh, I'm shooting arrows at, at robots. It's like, okay, it's funny, but it's also like, you're in the heat of battle. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, um, is it, that's just a problem I've had with like any, like any comic movie, like case in point, like, you know, the flash and like in, in, um, Batman v Superman or in justice league, I mean, I I get the I get what he's doing. I get what he's doing, having those little those moments of like levity and just like you know, just like hey, let's you know. I uh, like he uses it to like because you know that's that's how he is. But at the same time, I'm like, shut up, Sh- just shut up, just shut up. Like that, the whole the whole moment when uh you know he. Ben Affleck meets Barry and, you know, he tells him, you know, you know I'm, you're the fastest man. Like, and then he just freaks out and just like does this whole thing. I'm just, I, I remember watching that. And I'm like, I just want to punch you so bad right now. <laughs> I want to hit you in the face. I just want, I just want Ben Affleck to just smash your face in, and then go like, where's the real Barry Allen? Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted that so off? bad. Uh, but, um, yeah, Did that's you just, like
0: Thor one and Thor two.
1: I like the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, Dark World was okay. I know people like shit on it a lot. It's not the strongest, but I mean it serves its purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, Ragnarok is honestly the best of the of the series, just yeah. for like how much it brings to the table. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, there's you can only go up. Okay. Honestly, okay. I, I, but as long as they like bring more, like invest more, because there's like there are a few shots in there that are, like, pulled right from Jason Aaron's run of, right. uh, of Thor. I'm like, oh, okay. That, to me, I'm like, that to me is worth more than just me and just, my like, gripes about him making jokes.
0: In Dark World? Or do you mean... Uh, no, in Which the one? new
1: one, in Love and Thunder. Oh, there's Love like, and Thunder. Some, yeah, there's some shots in there. I'm like, oh, that's straight from the book. I saw that. I saw those that's, memes that's going on. That's straight from the book. Yeah. And I've read that really run. Cool. It's a fan, fan, phenomenal run. Yeah. Um. So, I mean... Okay. to each their own at the end of the day to each yeah. their own i mean i'm still gonna watch it i'm still gonna enjoy it it's not bad it's just um sometime that, somewhere down the line maybe we can take a more serious approach sure and tell, uh, and tell like a more darker story for thor sure you know just that that's it that's it that's it yeah.
0: yeah i mean i like i like how serious Captain America and Hawkeye, they take, I mean, for the most part with, for the most part with everything, they they seem to be the most grounded, the most grounded characters and not making a joke every fucking time. Right. Um, That being said, uh, I I get what you're saying with with Thor, that you're a a little disappointed um, because I think uh, you're, I, I feel like you're a true fan. Like you, you know, you know the character very well. So it's kind of disappointing when you see him on screen and he's just a joke. But for me at least, and I think for a lot of other people, I, I'm not a big, I'm not a big Thor guy. I mean, not until Donny Cates, I, I honestly. And for people who right. don't know, Donny Cates, he's writing Thor right now.
1: Right now, he's, he's doing, doing a phenomenal job.
0: Fantastic. But fantastic I mean, job. prior when Thor first came out, I mean, I could give two shits about the character. So uh, I, I, I even completely forgot what the fuck dark, what happened in Dark World. The only thing I remember from Dark World was them fighting down a building or something, and I was like, this is this is fucking stupid. Um, but I like how. Taiki Watiti. I like what he did with Thor. He made him. uh, He just. He kind of made him a goof because he made that character uh, likable to me. Like now, I like Thor a lot, and uh, I like that he's more humorous because he's a character that I didn't care about, and I think that's one good thing that Marvel does is they take characters you don't give a shit about, um, and they're like, yeah, you don't care about this character, so we're gonna do whatever the fuck we want with him, and uh, we're gonna make him likable, and I kind of like that. I mean, which is kind of fucked up. I know because it, um, it's a, a little hypocritical because I didn't like what they did with uh, Taskmaster. Like I don't like what they do with characters that I actually like. So it's unfair. <laughs> but with characters that I don't give a fuck about, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I like this. I like, I don't know who the Guardians of the Galaxy are. Do whatever the yeah. fuck you want with them. Do whatever the fuck you want with Thor because right, I'm right. having a good time. Um, yeah, I, I don't <laughs> mind that. At all. I love his, uh, his back and forth with Star-Lord. yeah i mean it works
1: it works like you know that's why i can't be too angry at it because it works right it does it works so well like you know the the the, their dynamic you know star lord you know being the presence of this literal god who's obvious who like looks you know like he's chiseled out of like stone compared to him who's not you know just has like you know laser guns and you know is quick on his feet but that's you know that's pretty much it you know, it's 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 funny. It's cool. It's a it's a classic dynamic that never really gets old. You know.
0: Yeah, I like it a lot. Um, speaking of um, cool trailers, um, at CinemaCon, I read this thing. I mean, none of the trailers leaked, unfortunately, but I know you're gonna you're gonna get a kick out of this. So apparently the Flash trailer was fucking bananas. Like, it, it, it was awesome. It just won the audience over.
1: Right, right, right. I read about but, this. Uh-huh.
0: But they're trying to step so far away from Ezra Miller because everything that's happening outside and which is really like it's really sad for the DCEU. And for people who don't know, Ezra Miller, he's he, he's gotten arrested twice. First for like fucking with a couple at a bar.
1: a bar threatening. And then the second one was like a literal like assault, maybe I think. Yeah.
0: He threw you threw a chair at some lady. The, the dude, <laughs> Something like, wild.
1: The dude is not stable. No. I would say he's not stable. And it's a shame because, like, dude, you just finished this huge movie. Um, we're all waiting for it. It's got the, the you know, it's got the pieces that we think are gonna like really propel like the DC universe into like new um like great territory you know on like you know to reset and like start fresh but also to like link everything together you know so a lot a lot is riding on it I don't think it's fair to the people that you know that were in like Affleck and Keaton um uh, the young lady who's playing um Supergirl I forget her name um and anyone else that's gonna appear in this movie that we don't you know we don't know about yet um I don't think it's fair that you know the movie's going to every time the movie gets mentioned he'll get mentioned yeah because of what what he's doing and then I, yeah. I mean if i'm a studio executive and i'm reading all about this i'd be shitting in my pants because mm-hmm. of all the money we have put into this film
0: yeah and yeah. our
1: lead star the person that we're banking this on is out there getting arrested getting in trouble all over the news like I you know serious questions have to be asked. Like, are we gonna have to completely reshoot him out of the movie? Uh, you know, I I would hate to see it. Some, but I mean, Snyder did it on Army of the Dead with Chris D'Elia. Man, he totally cut him out. Yep. He put Tignataro in there, and you would never think, you know, that she wasn't with the cast. -hmm. It was some pretty pretty good editing done there. They did Uh, it well. uh, Yeah, it was pretty well done. Like there's some instances where you could tell it it doesn't. She's not really there. There's just like this the slightest hints if you really look. But other than that, it's very well edited together. Yeah, I don't want them to do that. I don't think recasting Ezra Miller on a movie that's already completed is the right move. I think you know as long as he gets any kind of help or they address it, then you know hopefully that won't taint the movie. I mean, it's still a year away; it's not coming till next summer. Which
0: is fucking bullshit. It was supposed Which to come is, this
1: year. It's supposed to come this year. I don't know why they're making me uh, us wait a whole year for this, and it's just like you know, I, I'm pretty sure it has to deal with you know HBO Max and Discovery merging. A lot of things are changing. They're looking for their own. Uh, their own Kevin Feige, that just you know mm-hmm. to handle all the DC movies. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of things are changing, so I mean I'm not surprised that these changes w- would happen. Yeah, but definitely him getting in trouble, sh- sure as shit does not help at this point.
0: And what what's even worse than that is the whole like the whole new universe that we're gonna build was centered around Ezra Miller. He was gonna be the guy. He was gonna be their Robert Downey Jr. and now. We might see it fall apart a fucking again, a fucking again. When they're like, "Okay, oh, hey, we have this thing set." Now it might fall apart. Now people are talking about um, they might be recasting the Flash. It's fucking crazy. That being said, that being said, and I think I told you this before, but I think it's fucking bullshit that people give a fuck about what Ezra does outside and how it affects his art. Like I hate that dude. Like I hate that. I hate that the artist. Can't be separated from the art. I mean, this is just me. I think it's fucking horseshit because who cares what Ezra does out there? He's playing, he's playing a character. He he's an actor. Who gives a fuck? He just makes movies. I hate that him doing things that upset studio execs, have them thinking, fuck, I think we got a recast. Like, who cares, man? Like, if people read the news, then they read the news. Also, the media leave Ezra alone he 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 does shit outside why why does that need to affect a fucking movie that he made like why does that need to affect his work that you guys are thinking of recasting him okay he's a dickhead outside fine let the movie just be a movie and let the dude just be a dude like I, I feel like it should be separated so we don't come into these problems because it happens all the time now this cancel culture shit is just so fucking annoying it's like, let them make the movies and just leave them alone. Like who the how we put these celebrities on a pedestal is fucking ridiculous, man, because we don't really know them. And people like people on social media, they act they think they know these celebrities like, oh, my God, um, I don't know, fucking Scarlett Johansson. She's such a good person. You don't know what the fuck she does. Will Smith, he's amazing. We don't know how these people act outside of social media. And by the way, who gives a shit? Do you care about how your accountant acts at home? No. Like, let them work. Let them work. (laughs) Let them do their shit. That's my whole point. Like, it's so dumb.
1: It is. It is difficult. It's definitely. It is one of those difficult questions of how can um, how can you separate the art from the artist? Um, 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 I've always been like. I mean, there's been tons of examples. Uh, for years of people like go like looking back on someone who's famous and like real, like re re-exam- like re-examining them with a lens from like, t- you know, with today's eyes. And um, one person that comes to mind is like Stanley Kubrick, you know, revered as one of the greatest directors of all time, you know, 2001 Clockwork Orange, The Shining, on and on and on. This guy was phenomenal, but he was notorious and, and incredibly demanding and known for doing like hundreds of takes of the same shot and just being you know, like an authoritarian on the set, pretty much. And, you know, there's the there's story that, you know, he basically drove Shelley Long from The Shining to, you know, had a, gave her a mental breakdown during the movie. I don't condone any of that. That's true. Right. But I'm not going to go back and say that he's not one of the greatest directors of all time. I'm not going to say that The Shining is one of the best, greatest horror movies ever made. I'm not going to say that because it, it's, it's not true. Mm-hmm. he was mm-hmm. one of the great the greatest of all time his film his body of work shows it um the simple fact that people go back now and say that say these things and like you know oh man he was a terrible person because of what he did like all right yeah no one's condoning that no yes. one's condoning that we no get one's it condoning it no one's condoning it and we and we feel sorry for what happened to her and her life was probably never the same but i mean to go back and then I this idea of just like erasing what a person's done in the past yes it it doesn't make it doesn't make sense because it's happened Mm -hmm. you just you know you just have to learn from that past and don't you know repeat don't repeat it in the future when it comes to Ezra Miller I mean I get why studio executives are so nervous because he's such a public face and in today's world where everything you know, is just a, a tweet away. Just fucking you know, up. you have millions of people who, you know, everyone's can just feels like they could share their opinion. And they you know there's a, you know, the, a vocal minority that's out there that thinks that, you know, if they scream loud enough and they complain loud enough, they can get, uh you know, get their way on these kinds of things. And then like pressure studios into acting because you know, they, they feel like, you know, I don't want, I don't want an abuser in this movie. I don't want to, I don't want to see this movie because this person's in it. Well, that's not fair to everyone else that worked on the movie. That's not fair to yeah. the director. That's not fair to the writer, the producers, the crew members, cinematographers. There's literally an entire list of credits of people who, who all made this movie. Ezra didn't make it by himself. Yeah. There's other people in the movie you have to think about. So yes. Yes. The situation he is in is horrendous. And yes, we should definitely call him out on his BS sure. and, hope, and hope he gets help. But at the same sure. time, that does not mean that you cannot go and see this movie and yeah. enjoy what it's going to bring. Yeah. You had like, I, I, I personally know how to separate the two. Yeah, I see this movie too. and see the flash and see the Batman and, all the characters that I hope are going to appear in this movie and enjoy it. But then when the movie's done, I can easily say, yeah, but Ezra Miller, man, that dude's a piece of shit. Yeah, and that's fine. And that's both things are okay. And that's fine. A perfect example
0: is something that recently just happened that everyone was talking about for a long time was the Will Smith thing. Like after he slapped Chris Rock, they were thinking about taking away the Oscar. And it's like him slapping Chris Rock doesn't mean that he's a bad actor in that film that you already awarded him. Like, you already gave him the exactly. work for being a best exactly. actor. So him exactly. slapping a person in real life doesn't mean, oh, actually, you know what? He's not a good actor. It's like, no. That's, no. Not, that's like you, not how you, it you works, Y'all
1: man. already voted for him. You that just doesn't make can't, sense. You know? You just can't, you know, you just can't, like, go out, paddle out and when you're surfing and say, time out, because you don't like the way things are going, Yeah, you know? No, you got to ride that wave. You got to ride yeah. that bitch out. That's yeah. it. Yeah. So
0: fucking stupid, man. I I, yeah. I, I I really hope that they get their shit together. And I mean, yes, I, I I hope Ezra Miller he gets the help. But the movie's already done.
1: Movie's done. The movie's pretty, done. It's dude. done. The effects. I'm pretty What's sure just fuck? need just need the polish. Um, I don't see a reason for them to go back. If they they go back to do anything to like, if they even have like the balls to say like, we yeah, we're gonna reshoot his entire we're going to recast we're going to reshoot we're going to do an overhaul it's going to cost more to do that than it is to just release it as it is and hopefully it makes the money back because then not only if you reshoot this and you recast it and you reshoot his part and you do all that hard work then you're going to have to the return on your investment has to be more than what you initially put in and i mean that's a lot to ask for a movie of the flash who's only has a T two TV shows and two appearances before mm-hmm. this is his only so- first solo movie. You gotta have mm-hmm. like, it has to make, it has to break the bank. It has to make money. That's at the end of the day, these movies have to admit make money so that the next one can be get made so that they can test the wars and see what the fans want to watch. Yeah. Not only that, they have to come out and watch this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Good God. Do I hate reshoots? They're just so obvious, dude. Yeah.
1: They're it's, so it's, obvious. It's it's always it's so anytime I hear it. I mean, I, I get it, it's a part of the process. Cringe there's an editing because sometimes things are not working and you want to like clean it up. I get it. But then there are other times where it's like it's so blatantly obvious. So that blatant an entire third act or whatever was completely redone and this like yo, know, this is shit. Is Josh um,
0: Trank, Fantastic Four, Fantastic, amazing, Fantastic. amazing transition. <laughs> Yo, <there's, laughs> amazing there's, there's,
1: transition. There's so many. There's uh, there's that. There's the that part of the movie that came out a few years ago. That whole third act ending was oh, complete, I didn't see it. Dude. Yeah, it was complete garbage. It was complete Yikes. shit. You could tell they they whatever ending they had, they were like, oh, no, we don't like this. We want this, and it was garbage. I was like so angry and upset. Why was it reshot? Uh the ending I guess they didn't like because it might have been I don't know darker than what they anticipated, or just didn't they didn't think it worked, so they wanted to make it more of a ge- the more generic type of predator ending, which is like it they always end the same. Is is mm. uh, uh, no, it's not worth it, it's not worth it.
0: Not worth it. Not worth um, it. On to other news. Speaking of Fantastic Four, we learned that a um John Watts, uh most yeah. Notably known for everybody. Most notably known for directing the Spider-Man Tom Holland uh, series. That's um, Homecoming, uh, Far From Home, No Way Home. He stepped out of directing Fantastic Four. Um, Vic, what do you think? Who who would you like to see uh, replace him?
1: Uh, you know, shame to see him go since he was so successful with Spider-Man. But I understand if he's a little fatigued from handling that genre. So um, ideally... Um, and this is what I'm pretty sure a lot of people want, I would want John Krasinski to play Mr. Fantastic and to also direct because he's already proven that he can handle directing duties. He's directed multiple films, most notably the Quiet Place movies, which are fan-fucking-tastic. Okay. And also, like, the man knows what he's doing. He's got the chops. He's got the chops to do it. I think he would look great, be a perfect Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. And... Cut and dry. That's what I think that should happen. However, we don't live in a perfect world. No. So, you know, that's only like a wish. Um, If anyone else would like step into the reins and take over, um, I would think maybe someone a little more familiar with sci-fi would be a nice little choice. Mm -hmm. You know, in a perfect world I'd be like, I send out offers like I get like, give me Spielberg on the phone. Let's see if he wants to do a Marvel movie. (laughs) You know, like this is about family. He's done plenty of family movies. Um, he'll give it that little Spielberg touch, and plus, he'll have carte blanche to do whatever the hell he wants because whatever he wants, he gets. Yep. Um, uh, who else?
0: Okay, uh, I made a list.
1: Oh, did you? All right,
0: I made a list of uh, people that I'd like to read, read them out,
1: read them out, read them out. Read All them right, out. I
0: thought of um, I thought of John Krasinski, but my thing is, I mean, I think I was always saying that because I want, I. I I, I just want to see him as Mister Mr. Fantastic, right. but it's unfair for me to put him on the list because I haven't seen The Quiet Place. I mean, okay. I haven't seen it. Um, but I heard amazing things uh, every time it's I put him. I, I just fall asleep. It's so quiet. Um, and I'm <laughs> really, like super duper high. Um, but these are my these are my in no particular order. This is my uh, my my five that I think should direct uh, or could direct Fantastic Four. I got J.J. Abrams.
1: J.J. Okay. Abrams, okay. I mean, I thought
0: that that was pretty self-explanatory. He's done a space movie. He's done Star Trek. He's done, He's Star, done Wars.
1: Star Wars. That's right. He's That's done yeah. movies set in space.
0: And he has shown interest in helming a superhero movie, a, a Superman Flyby. He wanted That's right. To do- he,
1: he was going to do Before Superman Returns back in 2005. He was one of the top runners Mm-hmm. To do a Superman movie, yeah, the flyby. Mm-hmm. The script is easily available to read online. I suggest anyone who's very interested to read it. It's quite the read. It's wild, yeah. dude. It's a wild film. It's very wild. And, yeah, and we should do an incredible.
0: episode where we cover it.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we oh, yeah, need that, to that's do that a, that's one in day. The cards. That's in the cards. We could do it like an entire episode about oh, unmade DC movies because oh, can are all we those, please do those, that? those scripts are out there to read. Yes. Like there are so many unmade Batman scripts that are out there to read the like, justice league, the justice league mortal one is out there. Like, we, yeah, we're going to do a whole series on this. Cause it like those, <laughs> and I will, I would love to, uh, I will sit down and read them. Cause there's nothing better than reading those things, man. Seriously.
0: All right. So that was JJ Abrams. I got okay. Brian Singer. Cause lighthearted, mm-hmm. you know, he started the X-Men franchise. He can keep okay. it grounded while still playing kind of truthful, and like play homage to the source material. I do like Brian mm-hmm. Singer. I like what he did with Superman Returns. I know people didn't like it, but I mean, I, I I get I understood his vision and I accepted it. That's why that's why I didn't mind it. I got. All right. This is where it gets kind of wild. Uh, the next two gets kind of wild, but I got Adam McKay. Adam McKay for people that don't know he's done the other guys, Step Brothers, Anchorman, Talladega Nights, but. I mean, that tells me that he has a sense of humor, which goes in line mm-hmm. with Marvel, but he can keep things. But he's, he's very, very versatile. He's also oh, done yeah. The Big Short
1: and Vice. Two phenomenally great movies. Yes. He's Love very, very short. versatile, which means fantastic.
0: He got the humor and he mm-hmm. can keep things serious and grounded.
1: That's true. Okay. And that's, that's, a, right that's, up, that's an inspired choice. That's an inspired right right, right choice. up Marvel's alley. That is an okay. inspired choice. All right.
0: Next gets kind of wild. This is I got Seth Rogen. Hear me out, hear me ah, out, hear me out, hear okay, me out, okay, hear okay, me out. Okay, okay. Very similar to Adam McKay humor, but mm-hmm. he's a good writer. He's a great mm-hmm. producer. He's behind fucking Invincible, The Boys. He's yeah. producing the next Ninja Turtles film. He is. That's he's right. A great, great writer. Mm-hmm. He's he's directed the interview. This is the end. Um, and
1: so, uh, yeah, didn't he do Sausage Party?
0: He did Sausage Party and so. he did Preacher.
1: He worked on Preacher, that's right. He worked on he Preacher. That's so right, he has, that's his first show he produced, that's right.
0: I I, I like Seth Rogen for this. And okay. the last one, the last one is just, I mean, my favorite, it would never happen, uh, Russo Brothers. Uh, yeah, the Russos. Yes. Yeah, they, they've okay. done space, and they're just excellent. Right, I mean, I mean Winter Soldier is still Soldier. the best,
1: it's still the, like, that's that's the Mount Everest for me, in yeah, terms dude. of and the MCU. Yeah. that's that's my Mount Everest. Like that's that's I hold that movie in the highest regard in terms of all of them. I love the Winter Soldier.
0: Winter Soldier and Infinity War were, I mean,
1: God damn. Oh, OK. That's not a bad list. That is yeah. not a bad list. That's very interesting. OK, but those who I could get out, I, 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 I could get behind that. I could definitely get behind that. Keep yeah. behind a few of those. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. All right.
0: <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I hope they, they find the right guy.
1: Uh, yeah, I really do. I hope they, they, they help, I hope they do find Uh, a, or a girl, a, a fitting. Yeah. Whoever, whoever is, is fit enough to take on the challenge of finally giving us a proper fantastic Four. if they're up for the challenge, I'm all for it, but let it, I hope it's the right person. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, we're running a, a little bit low on time, uh, but, right.
1: um, what
0: what's the last thing that you want to talk about, Vic? Because I know we got uh, we have a lot of things we want to talk had, about. Yeah, we but... had a
1: whole list. Uh, we had a list we'll talk uh, about one more thing. Uh we got well, as everyone knows, we got Dr. Strange this Friday. Dr. Strange, I think. Finally that's coming out. Um, reviews are already pouring in a little bit. Uh I wouldn't say maybe a little mixed. It's got a nice little 85 percentile on Rotten tomatoes. Um, it's getting some decent reviews and all the websites. Um, a lot of consensus is one I one I read today was like, it's, you know, 30 percent, you know, Sam Raimi, but 70 percent, you know, factory made Marvel movie, which is a little disheartening. I like, you know, I felt like, you know, bringing Sam Raimi back and, you know, having him do the, uh The Doctor Strange movie would have been, you know, just like let him go full reins and just make it as wild and crazy as it is. Yeah. Um. Uh, some people are saying it's just. Really does feel like another setup movie, which is a little disappointing, especially coming off of No Way Home, which really didn't set up set up at least the idea of the multiverse, but also was a very fitting end to that trilogy, and also pushed the character, uh, you know, Peter Parker to actually be the Spider Man that we we all love, and you know, gave him that badass costume at the end. So
0: people are saying it's a setup movie.
1: Yeah, unfortunately. Fuck. So Fuck. I mean, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. I mean,
0: fucking bums me out.
1: It's a little bummy. It's a little bummed out. And then at the same time, I feel like we already know. I mean, pretty sure there are more cameos gonna be coming. But we already we already more in lit. We already know it's the Illuminati. We already, we definitely know it's Patrick Stewart. Um, I'm very excited to yeah. see that that see that yellow wheelchair, that yellow hovercraft wheelchair. I can't believe he's riding around in that. I cannot believe it. Um, I never thought I would see it on the screen. So. <laughs>
0: okay. Um, I had no idea that was happening. So.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, well. Uh, yeah. I, don't care. Uh, I
0: knew Professor X was going to be in it. So I don't give a fuck.
1: Yeah. But. Uh, Boom. Yeah. One of the TV spots that they had just showed quick, it. Yeah. Quick shot. Quick shot of the yellow. I mean, it can't be anything else but the yellow wheelchair. It can't oh, be I love anything that. else. I love that. So Staying like,
0: true. Oh, all right, all right. Yeah.
1: Um, so that's coming out Friday. Looking forward to seeing that and Damn. being blown away. And uh, just honestly, I just want to be entertained for two hours. Like I think the it movie, will be. If the movie does that, then I don't care if it's a setup movie. You know, if it's, yeah. you know, if I feel like, you know, they let Sam Raimi do. The bet do his thing, do what he's known for, then. Yeah, I can live with that.
0: It looks fun. It does. They said it's the most terrifying and violent Marvel movie
1: and that that's they what made. I want. That's what I want. Yeah. I feel like, you know, going forward, let's get more of that. Yeah, why not? Let's do that. Let's not be afraid. Let's skewer towards, you know, a little more darker territory. You want to keep it in the PG-13 realm? Fine. Look to the Batman. That mm-hmm. movie was borderline R-rated. Borderline. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, throwing a, you know, a couple of droplets of blood, that movie's rated R.
0: Bro, I mean, imagine if Matt Reeves did uh, Daredevil. I mean, imagine that.
1: I mean, I would would catch a
0: Broner. Just a hard. uh,
1: I'd probably be like just in the corner of the theater crying. I wouldn't watch the movie. I'd just be (laughs) crying. (laughs) I just be crying because it's just so it's so beautiful. I Why just is that can't believe. Crying, <laughs> like, like, you guys hear
0: that? He's, missed, Wait, he's missing the whole film.
1: Yeah, man, the guy's just crying. Man, what a <laughs> bitch! Yeah, he's been there the whole time. Did <laughs> Yo, you guys hear about Vic? Yeah, I saw him at the Daredevil screening. Cry like a bitch. <laughs> he got gotta look really sad about
0: something. <laughs> Clenching his popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good image anyway um but yeah man it was um it was great catching up um yeah. i think for next time we uh we have other things we got to talk about we got to catch oh, up yeah. on
1: absolutely. um i
0: do love we really truly need to do an episode where we talk about movies that were not made
1: oh absolutely. that got me super yeah. excited oh absolutely the, the, yeah. these scripts are so easy to find and like yeah. to download and just to to read what these things could have been is astounding Wow, astounding like the original batman versus superman that andrew kevin walker wrote way way back when that was going to be like in 2002 holy crap that would be that's going to be that would be that's going to be a good episode okay that is going to be a good episode
0: I did not know about that. I only know oh. about Just League Mortals and Flyby, but I, oh, I need to bro. hear about this one,
1: dude. There's that. There's uh, the original. What would what would have been the Batman Five after Batman and Robin, Batman Asylum, yeah, with Hugo Strange and a whole bunch of characters that had to be yeah to be introduced. Oh yeah, yeah, they went there with that. There's I know a,
0: about the Green Arrow one when he's in Arkham Superman, Asylum. Yeah,
1: Supermax. That's another Supermax. one that was never made um there's quite a few dude Dude. it's really that's a lot of fun we're just gonna or we're just gonna dedicate a series of episodes to just this man i'm gonna start looking these up and sending them out and it's like man it's gonna be mandatory reading it's gonna be awesome
0: oh for sure for sure alias 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 all right well uh thank you again for um for doing this Vic. always a pleasure talking absolutely um and thank you all for tuning in um Please remember to follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Ask us questions. Um, obviously, subscribe uh, to uh, to the podcast. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, it's uh, on underscore. Wait, no. Is it? Yeah, on underscore uh, underscore mm-hmm. Euro underscore right. podcast. That's how you follow us. All right, guys. Thanks. And uh, peace.